Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Good morning and welcome to the SP Nation NFL show. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. It is Thursday, March 18th, 2021. Let's kick off your day with the biggest stories in the NFL. Apparently, Wednesday was wide receiver day in free agency because wideouts were signing left, right, and center. The biggest receiver to find a new home was former Panthers pass catcher Curtis Samuel, who will reunite with his old coach in Ron Rivera and his old Ohio State teammate Terry McLaurin in Washington. He will now be $34.5 million richer over the next three years. Longtime Bengals receiver A.J. Green is headed to the Arizona Cardinals after nine years in Cincinnati. The deal is for one year and up to $8.5 million. The 32-year-old Green is coming off career lows in yards and touchdowns last year, but the Cardinals are apparently on a mission to sign every player that was good in 2015. Speaking of Arizona, they did make a very good move yesterday, trading for Raiders center Rodney Hudson in exchange for a third-round pick. Hudson had requested his release from the team and is generally regarded as one of the best centers in the league. Speaking of the Raiders, they're signing a speedy wideout, John Brown, to a one-year deal worth $3.75 million. Payout can go as high as $5.5 million with certain incentives. He'll be the replacement for Nelson Aguilar, who left the team for the Patriots earlier this week. Las Vegas also continued the fire sale on their offensive line, trading guard Gabe Jackson to the Seahawks for a fifth-round pick. And last but not least, receiver Kenny Galladay hasn't signed anywhere yet, but he is heading to New York to visit with the Giants. It's believed there is interest on both sides, and a deal could come fairly quickly. There's also apparently a reported one-year deal on the table from the Bengals, but that obviously didn't make much of an impression considering where he chose to visit. In non-wide receiver news, the New England Patriots have continued their off-season spending spree, this time bringing back old friend Kyle Van Noy on a two-year deal worth up to $13.2 million. Van Noy played for New England from 2016 to 2019, and in a nice little twist, the Patriots will also receive a fourth-round compensatory pick this year for letting Van Noy sign with the Dolphins as a free agent last year. The Carolina Panthers also made moves to bolster their defense on Wednesday, reeling in linebacker Denzel Perriman and pass rusher Hassan Reddick. Reddick's deal is for one year and $6 million. He was one of the best free agent pass rushers on the market after a career-high 12.5 sacks for the Cardinals last year. He can earn up to $8 million with incentives. Another former Cardinal is on the move. This time it's Patrick Peterson who's going to need to buy some winter clothes for a change because he's signing with the Minnesota Vikings on a one-year $10 million contract. The eight-time Pro Bowler will help solidify a Viking secondary that featured two rookie starters last year. Before we get to some disturbing allegations against Deshaun Watson, I wanted to quickly mention a few more moves. The 49ers re-signed Trent Williams in the wee hours of Wednesday morning. It was a six-year deal worth $138 million, including $55 million guaranteed. Trent Williams is now the richest offensive lineman in the history of the NFL. San Francisco is also signing Kyle Shanahan favorite Alex Mack to be their new center. 
The Chiefs actually made a big push to sign Trent Williams themselves, and when that didn't happen, they reached out and signed Kyle Long, former Pro Bowl guard who was out of football in 2020 after announcing his retirement. Kansas City continues to remake their offensive line. They have now added two veteran guards in Chris Long and Joe Thune, but they still don't have any starting tackles after releasing both earlier this offseason. As I said, in far more serious news, there are more sexual assault allegations against Houston Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Houston lawyer Tony Busby filed a second lawsuit against Watson on Wednesday and said on social media that two more are coming, which would bring the total number to four. Now, the two suits that have already been filed allege inappropriate conduct during massages on two separate occasions by two separate plaintiffs. They say Watson, quote, committed civil assault when touching a massage therapist with his penis and that he, quote, intentionally or knowingly caused physical contact with plaintiff when he knew or should have reasonably known that plaintiff would regard such contact as offensive. Watson denied the allegations after the first lawsuit was filed. The Texans and the NFL both said yesterday that they were aware of the matter and had no further comment at this time. That is the latest news in the world of the NFL on Thursday, March 18th. Make sure you subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show available on all major podcast platforms. We would appreciate a rating and a review for us too. Stay tuned later today for The Look Ahead with myself and RJ Ochoa from Blog and the Boys. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera. We'll talk tomorrow. <laughs>